I am not a lawyer, but have read about this subject and have a personal opinion. This is not about political party but about a crime against the state. The processes envisioned would be the same regardless of which candidate won in a fraudulent manner. 1. Government surveillance proves that the political establishment interfered with the 2020 presidential election to ensure the sitting president did not win. 2. Due to polarization, the defrauded candidate and military refrained from forceful intervention, which would have been framed as a coup. 3. Situational, extrinsic, corruption makes it impossible to litigate. This is what makes re-litigation possible. See U.S. v. Throckmorton, 1878. 4. Public sentiment is still not strong enough against the winning candidate to make this argument, but continued missteps lead the public to despise him. 5. At the same time, activists continue to press the case that the 2020 election was invalid across the board. 6. Public opinion reaches predetermined benchmark. 7. Military intelligence provides documentation of fraud. Most data kept under seal. 8. U.S. Supreme Court makes determination to reinstate defrauded candidate due to exigencies of situation and lack of precedent. 9. Public is informed and supports the decision. 10. Fraudulent winner removed from office. Defrauded candidate sworn in. 11. Remainder of term dedicated to reform of party system. 12. Criminals are legally tried and punished, and their actions documented for future use in case of a similar situation. Dash. By Dr. Danielle, Dossie, Blumenthal. All opinions are the author's own. Public domain.